0: Colossians chapter 1, verse 12. Colossians 1, verse 12. Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and has translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son, in whom we have redemption through His blood, even the forgiveness of sins. I believe that's all we'll read. But as Joseph's already said, what a condition that we were in. You know, if it had not been for the Lord initiating, there would have been no hope for any of us. You, you you, think about the condition we tried to look at Sunday night about man by nature. We were all the children of wrath, even as others. There was no hope. But here's what the Apostle is saying. Giving thanks unto the Father. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? Giving thanks unto the Father for the Son who ransomed us. And that's not all. Then there was the work of the Holy Ghost to bring us to the realization of our condition, brought us to the place that we would call on the Son to be saved. It's all a work of the Godhead. There's no question. So let's just look at these three verses for just two just or three minutes, or just a few minutes. I shouldn't have said that, should I? Sorry. (laughs) Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers. So that word meet means He made us worthy. He qualified us. He enabled us to be partakers, so sharers in the inheritance. Ephesians chapter 1, he says this, In whom we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. So, who made us to be meat? Who made us, who enabled us to be an inheritor in the kingdom of God? You know, I'm not just an inheritor of some little portion. I'm an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. You think there ought to be thanks unto God? I mean, what was our condition? He's going to tell us here in just a minute. But just think with me for a moment how that we have been made inheritance. In whom? So in Christ... We have obtained an inheritance, and that word right there means by lot. By lot? Who's casting the lot? By chance I became? I'll tell you, by lot. By lot, every every decision is of the Lord. You and I had, you see, that's our side of it, by lot. Well, well, maybe, maybe, perchance, perhaps. No, I tell you, there was no hope that you and I could be brought into the family of God, but by lot. And I'll tell you how that lot was. That lot was just exactly like Moses lotted out to the people. God did that. God decided who would get what lot. The lot, every lot is by the hand of the Lord. You might say, well, it was just by chance. No, it wasn't by chance. It was, by, it was predetermined by the will and purpose of God. You're in the family of God. I know people reject this. It, it don't matter to me whether they reject it or not. This is the Word of God. If it wasn't for God, you'd be on your way to hell or in hell tonight. Thank the Lord. Ephesians chapter 1 verse number 11. Being predestinated. That word foreordained. Preordered. According now. According to me. According to my choice. According to what God foresaw. No ma'am and no sir. That's not what my Bible says. My Bible said we have obtained an inheritance being predestinated according to the purpose of Him... Who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. I ask you this again. Who worketh all things? Can you work all things? You cannot work all things. I tell you, all you can work is what the hand that's been given you. And most of the time there's somebody else that has to work with you to bring that to pass. God worketh all things after the counsel of after the predetermined counsel of His own purpose and will, His desire. That verse may be hated, and it may be twisted, and it may be rested, but thank God that He worketh all things after the counsel of His own will. The Lord is worthy to be praised. Thanks be unto the Father, Paul says to the Colossians giving thanks unto the Father which has made us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. So in Acts chapter number 26 Paul says this that he was saved, he was brought into the family of God and he says this to open the eyes, to turn them from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. (laughs) What about that? That's the words of Jesus. Paul is rehearsing the words of Jesus. He was saying those words to Ananias, who was telling what Paul was going to do. He's a chosen vessel. Wonder when God chose him. Same time he chose you before the foundation of the world. You think Paul's name was written in the Lamb's Book of Life? Before the foundation of the world. You know something? I'm not going to change God's purpose. You're not going to change God's purpose. You know, the Lord said way over there in about the 14th chapter, I believe it's where we are in Genesis. Is that about right, Donna? You know what He said? He told Abraham that his people was going to be in Egypt For four hundred and thirty years. I want you to look what God worked to bring that to pass. I want you to look how God sent a Joseph. I want you to look how his brothers sold him into slavery. I want you to look how that he was brought to the prime minister position brought Israel down to Egypt, you think God's purpose is going to be thwarted? No, ma'am, and no, sir. Thanks be unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. So in John chapter number, four, chapter number 1 and verse number 4, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. He hath made us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light who have delivered us. Now who delivered us? God delivered us and He's going to tell us how through His Son. He hath delivered us from the power of darkness. Where were we? We were under the control of Satan. Paul says in Ephesians chapter number 5 and verse number 8, For we were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Paul is saying, not that we were in darkness, we were darkness. You want to see a picture of darkness? You want to see a picture of Satan's kingdom? Look at a man that's unsaved. There's a picture of darkness. There's a picture of man under the control of the devil. If you're unsaved, i tell you what we are. We are the personification of darkness. Man in his sin, man under the control of the devil, man under under darkness, under the control of the prince of the power of the air, the prince of darkness, the children of, of, of darkness. That's where I was and that's where you were. And thank God, thanks be unto the Father who had delivered us, who has brought us out of the kingdom of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of light. He says it like this. uh, Who had delivered us. What do you mean delivered? I mean praise God we've been delivered. I mean, we were in captivity. We were in chains of darkness. We were under the control of the devil. We were in sin. We were in trespasses. We were dead. We were lost. We were helpless. As Anthony said, we were speaking I tell you what a condition man was in, but God. There was no hope. Man's not that bad. I tell you, by the Word of God, man is dead in trespasses and sin. He's under the control of the devil. His desire is by the flesh. He is going after the lust of the the flesh and controlled by the desires of the flesh and of the mind. Man is hopeless. Thanks be to the Father who hath delivered us from the power of darkness. So who did He deliver us from? I'd say twofold. He delivered us from the power of darkness. He delivered us from our ignorance. He delivered us from our blindness. He delivered us from the fact that we knew absolutely nothing about the kingdom of God. We all had in our mind what the kingdom of God was and how we were going to get in and how God was going to accept us and how we were better than this one or that one or the other one. So therefore, we justified ourselves and said, surely, I'm going to heaven. What an ignorant little fella I was. You know what I was? I was in darkness. I was blind. I was ignorant. I was under the control of the devil. I was under the lies of the devil. Unsaved, we are believing the lies of the liar. We are believing the lies of the murderer. We are believing the lies of him who has us in a snack. And only the Lord can deliver us. But we were delivered from the wrath of God as well. Not only were we delivered from darkness but we were delivered from eternal darkness Now you you ponder on this you might say well it's the devil the devil's under the control of God I was delivered from the devil in this world on this time side but if you leave this world and are cast into hell you're cast into the wrath of God We've been delivered not only from the devil, we've been delivered from God. We've been delivered from the justice of God. We've been delivered from the wrath of God. We were all, as others by nature, children of wrath as others. I tell you, we, I was headed to hell. I was headed to the wrath of God. But I have been delivered from the power of darkness... And translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son, of His beloved Son, of His Son of Love. I have, listen to this, I've been delivered from the power of darkness and translated. That means to move. It means to be transplanted. So as you think about that, you know where I was? I was growing up in the kingdom of the devil. I was growing up and headed to hell. But you know what he did? He plucked me as a brand from the burning. I was on my way to hell. Now you just think, in, 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 in the long range, I was a brand for the burning. He plucked me as a brand from the burning. You You all remember this. You remember going out there and pulling the cover back. And putting it back on and pulling the cover back and letting them tobacco plants uh, get a little strength and let them get toughened up. And then you went out there one morning while the dew was on and you went out there and you started pulling them up, didn't you? And you stacked them in boxes or milk crates or whatever. And you know what you did? You brought them out of there and you transplanted them. God Almighty brought us out of the field of the devil. Brought us out of the brink of hell. Brought us out of the kingdom of darkness. Praise God. And transplanted us into the kingdom of life. He brought us in a place where we could grow and we could live. We were going to die where we were. He translated us. He moved us. I thought about it like this. You think about little boys and girls that's got a mom and daddy that's hooked on dope. Here comes a young lady delivered a child. She don't want the child. The daddy don't want the child. They put them in an adoption. Here's somebody that loves them. Thank God they've been transplanted. Plucked up, pulled out of that, and moved from there, brought into a place where somebody loves them, cares for them, wants to do for them. That's what God did for us. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost transplanted us, translated us out of the kingdom of darkness, and put us in a place where we could live. We were dying. We were dying. We were we were children of darkness. We were children of death, and has translated us into the kingdom. So he brought us. He brought us. He, he brought us out. Can you see that he put us in a new kingdom? We were in the kingdom of darkness. So when he translated me, he gave me a new family, a new love, a new destination. A new father, a new spirit on the inside. I mean everything that I have now by the work of God, is brand new, and it's all good. I got a new home. I got a new family in 1983. 1983, I got a new family. And I don't say this way anyway to be ugly. But you know, I'm a lot closer to much of my church family than I am to my natural family. That's the truth. That's the way it is in in, in my family. And I don't say that to be ugly. But that's the way that it is. God brought me out of the kingdom of darkness, put me in His family. (laughs) I'm in the family of God. You know, when the Lord comes, He's coming after one family. That's only one family. I'm in that family. And I'm in that family by the work of God, the work of the Son, and the work of the Holy Ghost. So, thanks be unto the Father. Thanks, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet, made us worthy, made us fit, to be partakers of the inherit. Now how in the world could He make us to be fit to be an inheritor? I tell you what. He made us new. You're a new creation. You are not, if you're saved, you are not what you used to be. You are a new creation. You've got a new nature. You've got a new desire. You've got new thinking. You've got new eyes. You've got new ears. Uh, You've got a new desire. And you have the indwelling Holy Spirit of God. There's a new king sitting on the throne. Thanks be to God. He hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light who had delivered us from the power of darkness, translated us into into the kingdom of His dear Son, in whom we have redemption through His blood. The price has been paid. Through the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, God was satisfied on my account. Faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ brings about God imputing the righteousness and the payment of my sin debt was transferred. The Lord Jesus Christ uh, paid the price for my release, He paid the price for me to be set free from sin. He redeemed me. I am redeemed by the blood. And the Bible says that the life is in the blood. The life of the Lord Jesus Christ. He became sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. What does that mean? That means that He took my place. (coughs) If you're saved, He took your place and redeemed you. By His life that was given. Do we have a full redemption? Is a price paid in full? It's paid in full. There is nothing lacking. Galatians chapter number 3. The Bible says this in verse 22. But the Scripture hath concluded all under sin that the promise by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. Now who give us faith to believe? God did. I'm sorry. God did. The Bible says God did. If it was of you, then you'd be bragging about it. But God gave it. You know who's going to get all the glory for your salvation? God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost is going to get all the glory for your salvation. But He shut us up. But before faith came... Now you see... Oh, I wanted to say something else. I wanted to say something about that darkness. That darkness. We were children of darkness. In the Bible, in Exodus, He talks about God bringing a plague of darkness. You remember the plague of darkness? He said that it would be a plague that the darkness, it was so dark for three days and three nights, so dark, a darkness that could be felt. I remember that. I remember that darkness, that condemnation, that that darkness that fell upon my life. That darkness that was upon me. You know, Paul, would you say that Paul was in a darkness that could be felt for three days and three nights that he ate not, he drank not, but he was praying according to what God told Ananias. Behold, he prayed. You talk about a darkness can, that can be felt. I say this, friend. If you are ever saved, I believe that every person that's ever saved will have to come to a place of darkness that can be felt. But you know what the Bible said? Here's the other side. I'm, I'm still having to live in Egypt. We're still in spiritual Egypt. But you know what we've got? The children of Israel have light in their dwelling. <laughs> Ain't that something? It may be dark all around us. Paul tells us over in Philippians. He says for us. In Philippians, he, he says for us, that, that we would do all things without murmuring, disputing, that you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among you whom you shine as lights. Isn't that wonderful? We may be in Egypt, folks, but thank God there's a light in the dwelling of the people of God. Now, just another word and I'll hush. So what condition were we in? But before faith came, we were kept under the law. I tell you, thank God for condemnation. Honest. Honest. Thank God for condemnation. If it had not been for condemnation, I would have never been saved. But thank the Lord for the condemnation. We were shut up. We were under the law, shut up under faith, which should afterwards be revealed. Wherefore, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ that we might be justified by faith. Now, who, who's doing all this work? Giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us to be meet, to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who had delivered us from the power of darkness, translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son, in whom... In Christ, in His Son, we have redemption. There's been a ransom paid through His blood. One more scripture. Romans chapter 3, verse number 24. Very familiar. For being justified freely by His grace. Through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in His blood, to declare His righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. There we are, folks. God, you know why I'm justified? I'm justified freely. Why did He put that freely in there? He is saying that that there is absolutely in opposition to all of man's works there was justification freely by faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ who God put on display as a propitiation. Jesus Christ's death satisfied God for me. So, Do I have anything to be thankful for? Thank God I'm saved by the work of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Thanks be unto God for His unspeakable gift.